My girlfriend and I had sex before we discussed her ballsy move to show up at my place like that. I said I thought it was hot, but very fucking risky, not just in terms of getting seen, but also ending up in an unsafe situation. <laughs> my girlfriend said she made sure the coast was clear before she did what she did, and I should count my ass lucky that I'm with someone who's willing to take risks in the name of hot sex. Question, is my girlfriend going too far with, it, with her exhibitionism, or am I being too protective? Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to tackle drunken roommate sex watching, messy blowjobs, excessive public nudity, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. How's it going, Mike? Great. I'm curious about how much public nudity you need to have it be excessive. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. But should we talk about <laughs> this person who's been hate mailing us? Sure. Uh, I actually didn't realize it was the same person. I thought we were just experiencing <laughs> a wave of yeah <laughs> of people who are upset. But yeah, you pointed out that it it was the same person. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the the general complaint is that we're not woke or sex positive enough. Does that sound right? Well, the first uh, and let's be. I mean, I think we have to. For this to be useful, we have to reveal that it is a, it does appear to be a, a male person, but but we mm-hmm. did say we would not dox this person anyway. Yeah. We will keep our word on that. Um, but uh, he he seems to be somebody who enjoys receiving pegging and was irritated by our um, our skepticism about how great that would be or that most men and really we were questioning like the masculinity a a bit of guys who would receive pegging and i actually think that's like a pretty first of all i think the percentage of men who enjoy receiving pegging is quite low i don't have data on that but i feel confident that it's under 10 percent and maybe under one percent and i think well yeah go ahead i mean what percentage of people have tried Okay, fair, fair. I, I guess I'm, when I said enjoy, I, I meant in the sense of enjoy, meaning a, you know, enjoying a beverage. It's like a thing they they do. Uh, very I low know, business. but the probabilities here are weird because, yeah, if you filter only people who have tried it, it might be that most men like it. I don't know. Right. I, I'm just saying that I was using the word enjoy as like a synonym for do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fine. Fine. But, fine, but fine. sure, you're you're saying that like there there could be this untapped. I I think there probably is this untapped pool of men who could potentially enjoy it. That uh, in the sense in the just in the sense of that they would like it who who don't want to for various physical or social reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this person, and I think I mean, look, I mean, each person is entitled to their opinion. But I mean, we're I think I think we're with the vast vast majority of men in saying that most men view that activity as a little taboo not really something they're super into uh, and something that if they found out, I mean, this is why men don't typically tell other men, Hey, I like getting pegged. I mean, have you ever had somebody in real life tell you that they enjoy being pegged? Uh, no, <laughs> right. No, and that's why. So we're just reflecting that. I mean, we're, you know, I mean, I don't know if we're, <clears throat> yeah. And, and we're also reflecting our statement that we haven't now. And I actually said on maybe four or five episodes ago, I pointed out that it's true that even if one or both of us had been pegged or enjoyed it, we might not reveal it to each other because yeah. it's pretty taboo. And so I think it's sort of interesting to see what the level of taboo around this is. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to read this guy's email just because sure. I think we should. All right. This person says, what a disappointing podcast full of old stereotypes. It's time to realize 
that where someone finds pleasure has absolutely nothing to do with his sexual orientation. Oh, I, I didn't know that. In addition, if somebody wants to be a temporary sub, so be it. Does someone who wants to have a moment in a receiving place during a sex act mean their entire masculine perception go out the window? What about role playing? It's time for people like you guys to loosen your rigid identity classifications. It was, yeah, his writing here is not great, so I'm going to try and fix it. It was as if I listened to two men stuck in the 1980s, 1980s to 1990s, discussing how a man is not masculine after being pegged. A prostate (laughs) is like a clitoris. It adds a ton of pleasure. Prostate is not like a clitoris. (laughs) No, it's not. Anyway, I'll, I'll go on here. If certain men like you are stuck behind old societal pressures and stereotypes, it's time to move into 2022. I'm a strong man, physically and mentally, athletic boxing past, a former military leader. I don't think this stuff doxes him. And a no, great husband, no. father, and overall man. We can discuss it later and cut this if we think it does. Your it female doesn't. host didn't agree with your opinions either. Sincerely, X. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that the, um, first of all, I, I just have to disagree on like objective grounds here. I do think that the sexual activities you're involved in do have a bearing on your sexual orientation. I mean, you can argue that sexual orientation is a passe notion and people should just be treated completely as individuals. And I think there are people who take that position, but I mean, how do you define sexual orientation if it's not based on the activities the person engages in? Sure. I mean, the obvious thing to say here is you can receive anal from a woman. Sure. But that would change. I mean, well, the other thing would be, you know, how many sexual orientations are there? gay, straight, but there's a lot in between. And I think we would both acknowledge that. And look, I mean, I think a person who receives anal is pegged by a woman is slightly different in terms of orientation, or maybe significantly different than a man who does not choose to participate in that activity. And I think for obvious reasons, it doesn't mean they're gay. Go on. What are those? Well, they're engaging in a sex activity that's the receptive partner um, and essentially an activity that is mostly, uh, uh, something that would happen between two men, uh, and certainly prior to the invention of modern, uh, plastic plastics and rubber <clears throat> devices, it would have not been possible in, in that environment. Just like I would say, and I've seen porn videos like this where a woman wears a strap on and a man gives it an oral. And I've seen a man give oral to a strap on in a way that just suggests that he wants to do that to a penis or that the, like there's some sort of imagination there. And I'm, I'm not saying that yeah. makes him gay. I'm not even saying it makes him bi, but I am saying it moves him on that spectrum. And I think, and, and, and the other thing is, so like, I'm actually not even saying there's anything wrong with that. Uh, so the message of this email is a little confusing. Uh, and, I think, yeah. well, okay. First off, I think that many people would argue, I, I think most sex positive people would argue that enjoying receiving anal play correlates zero with your uh with the sex of your partner preference i think that's i, I just don't agree with that i mean i, I can I, say I, I hear you i do, i i'm just calcifying this well, i can say it for, I, can, I don't agree it from my with it from my own introspection into my own brain for me they're they're related in the in the following sense the the pretty much the only thing that i find compelling about receptive anal sex as a man 
is the notion that my partner would receive pleasure from it. Uh, and so it's pretty obvious to me that like, that's the direction you're moving. It's it, it's so there, so there is a connection well, between that, you know, those two things. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it would be extremely hard to argue that enjoying receiving anal sex is not submissive. I think it is extremely submissive. Sure. Um, it's one of the more generic submissive things you can do. Well, um, I mean, but you can look, you can having you sex. Can, you can walk down the road here. I mean, for, first, yes, you'll have somebody who just says, oh, I just like my prostate stimulated. Okay, fine. Then, and there, I've, the, believe me, there's substantial amount of content on this uh, throughout the internets. And uh, I believe it's real content posted by real people where people say, hey, uh, my girlfriend is using a strap-on on me and I want her to receive pleasure from that as well. Uh, you know, they want a vibrator at the base of it or something so that she's receiving pleasure. And and, and mm -hmm. that's actually quite complicated and not really easy to do. They do have yeah. a, a device that kind of has a bulb that goes in her vagina, et cetera, et cetera. So like there are people who tried to solve this problem. Well, that's yeah. another step down the thing, down the path. And it's pretty obvious to me that like what you're doing is you're moving toward a person with just that appendage. And, oh, and by the way, there's also people <laughs> that are into transsexual stuff. Right, they're actually receiving it from a penis, but they're saying, "Oh, this is a woman because it's somebody who identifies as a woman." I don't want to get into that argument, but you see, there's steps along the way, and then the final step is, "Well, it's just a man," and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's clear that there's some sort of continuum that you're walking down once you begin to participate in receptive anal play, and it's not strictly. It's not. I think it's tricky, and and also it's confusing to me why somebody saying this would care so much about being saying, "Hey, I'm heterosexual. I'm completely heterosexual." Like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit like uh, I think the lady doth protest too much, right? Like it's suspicious to be so outraged by this. I look, I can imagine a person who is, you know, very heterosexual and who enjoys anal play. Um, so I, I think that person exists. I think it's possible. I, I just suspect that. Uh, there's at least some correlation between re enjoying receiving anal play and not being completely. Sure, I just think that, that I think that definition of heterosexual uh, of hetero and homosexual is too narrow. I think that yeah, sure. such a person, the reality is, the person has moved a little bit on the spectrum, which is not to say they've moved across you yeah, know, ninety I mean, percent the, the other way, but they've moved a little bit. The spectrum is multidimensional, right? So on one line, you have heterosexual, homosexual. On another axis, you have submissive, dominant. And then there's you know 37 other axes in multidimensional space. Sure, but they like correlate. They correlate, right? I so, agree. Yeah. I agree. But look, this, this suddenly got into like a somewhat complicated mathematical proof here. But it they're not causal. And... You're or saying least, that uh, if I if I discovered that I enjoyed prostate stimulation, uh, that wouldn't cause me to become more likely to move toward the homosexual. Uh, see, I think it would actually, because then yeah. I think I would start. I think I would start fantasizing. I think you're right. Thing. I think I would start fantasizing about. Okay, well now I know that there's this spot inside my anus or rectum or whatever that feels pretty good. Yeah. Okay, but it's a plastic thing and it's a girl. She's getting no pleasure. And so, like I said, I yeah. know, like I actually introspecting know that I would find it more compelling if she if she got pleasure from it. Well, you know who would really get pleasure from it, <laughs> right? It's a guy, and I can't even see the person, and I'm not really attracted to guys, but I just I could see it moving that direction. 
So I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I think we're we're basically agreeing here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of protesting too much, should we read the other thing? <laughs> sure. Okay. This one was a, a pretty vicious attack on me, but uh, I'm, I'll read That's it. That's right. He spared me a little bit, which I was great Man enough. Uh, yeah, he went hard after me. He says, I find it so hard to believe that one of you guys has an Ivy League education. Ouch. He has this mannerism about himself where he thinks he's really head and shoulders above everyone else. Big deal. You visited many countries and run marathons. Bring your ego down, pal. I have news for you. You aren't at all. Uh, I think you meant to say you aren't at all. I have mm-hmm. an MBA and do quite well in life myself. I'm married and listen for fun. But when you sit there and have a conversation saying, I wonder if it's more fun to have sex with a big-breasted woman, you sound like such an idiot, like your dumb frat boy. Don't forget, Ted Cruz also has an Ivy League education. Are you that much of a butt fuck? Right, right. And then there was the, the discussion of whether <clears throat> of, of it, the irony of a person uh, complaining about someone else talk, being like a frat boy and then, use, and then calling them a butt fuck. Right. And the, the double irony of like, I mean, I think this is the same person. Right? This is somebody who enjoy who says he enjoys right. receiving anal sex. Right. So I guess he is actually, and I'm not even being derogatory at all here. He actually is a butt fuck. Right? <laughs> yes, that or is a butt a, uh, an, an accurate description. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, so it's a little bit confusing. But I don't think I think we try to uh, be sensitive to the complexities of these topics. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't agree. I'm not sure if maybe one episode he listened to, we didn't set up our opinions and we just sort of rushed through something and he didn't understand. Yeah, I mean, on the large breasted being obtuse on purpose, I don't on know. On the large breasted woman thing. I mean, I'm sorry. Like I do think that, and I actually, as I think we discussed last week, I, I don't have like a really, really super strong preference here, but I do think that if you if I had sex with the same person, but you just enlarged her breasts, actually I know this because breast size changes over a woman's life, and yeah, my like increases like the quality of my orgasm. Like I know this, so it's just at least for me, it's actually true. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's now controversial to say that people have breast size preference. I... Well, but it's very anyway, direct, and it makes sense to me. I mean, the more feminine. The person for a hetero male, I mean, the more, yeah, the more your brain's going to reward you. Your brain says, wow, you really found a feminine person to impregnate. Yeah, we don't need to litigate okay, this. Yeah. We, we agree. Everyone agrees. Um, okay. There are, I have a number of things here. I'm not sure if I should start with one of the things that I promised in the intro. I think I probably should. Uh, okay. This person says, uh, last night, my roommate entered my room naked and erect, begging me for a condom. The girl he brought home followed him into my room. She was naked too. Both of, the, both of them were drunk. What Wait, happened can next? You stop? Is, yeah. So I want to guess whether OP here is a male or a female because it's not oh, clear yeah. yet. Sorry. It says in the, in the thing, but I didn't read it. Yeah. I, I think it's a guy. So I think it's a guy whose male roommate came in with his dick erect and asked for a condom. Is that right? You got it. Okay, you go on. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the girl he brought home followed him in. What happened next is the reason I'm posting. Okay. I was in bed and my roommate stormed into my room. He was naked, erect, and drunk as fuck. He wasted no time explaining that his condom broke and asked if I could provide him with one of my own. I checked my wallet, no condom. 
That moment, a naked girl walked into my room. She was my mm. roommate's hookup. It was my first time seeing her in person. She laughed at my roommate, who for some reason decided to check under my bed for condoms. I could tell she was drunk too, because all the words coming out of her mouth were lagging for days. I had no idea what she was trying to communicate, but eventually she also went down on all fours and teamed up with my roommate to search for missing condoms under my bed. Unable to find any condoms, the girl proceeded to go down on my roommate on my bedroom floor. I was still in bed, awkwardly trying not to stare at the two of them being unashamedly sexual in front of me. Never had sex, and that was my first exposure to what real people look like when they're intimate. I got hard. It was an unexpected turn, uh, turn on, seeing my roommate come in the girl's mouth and watching her lick him clean. Okay, that this sentence, isn't real. I know. I, I, I knew you were going to say that. That sentence, I immediately thought this isn't real. Uh, and I actually got uh, some feedback uh, from a listener this week who said that they don't like it when we say that things aren't real. Sorry. I mean, I can be more specific. The problem is that it shifted in tone from very kind of a reporter reporting the facts over to porn, right? Right. That was the problem. You know, yeah, the person's obviously aroused and getting excited by that description. It's like in 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 his warm cum, sticky cum slid down her throat. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's just tonally not, not consistent. Anyway, he says, this might sound dumb, but I never knew girls actually do that outside of porn. I awkwardly excused myself and went to the bathroom where I masturbated. I decided to sleep on the couch when I was done in the bathroom because A, post not clarity, and B, I didn't know what to expect if I returned to my room. The couch seemed safer at the time. Mm. Oh, well. All right, one more paragraph. This morning, my roommate apologized for what happened. So did the girl. Both of them were really embarrassed. Without thinking, I said it was okay because because it turned out to be much better than watching porn. My roommate and the girl laughed but I instantly regretted being that honest. I'm not going to lie though. I wouldn't mind watching them again. Do you think sure. it would be inappropriate to ask my roommate if he would allow me to be an audience member in a sex life? I'm kind of slow burn when it comes to dating. So I don't think I'm going to be having sex anytime soon. Now that I've seen the real thing, porn kind of seems less appealing. I don't know what's going on with me and I don't really know what advice I need, but I need something. Huh? I mean, this sounds, I mean, if this was true, if this is true, it sounds like a pretty hot scenario. I think I too would, I mean, the only thing, the thing that would worry me in this situation is being sort of assaulted by the other guy, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you just never know. I mean, it's another man. Sure. Uh, I don't necessarily want them watching me beating off. He went to the bathroom to solve that. Obviously be better if you had some other way to obscure yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this reminds me, I mean, look, I find it like perfectly arousing to watch like cam couple on chatterbait and the guy nuts. It's great. There's something about it being explicitly voyeuristic versus all parties knowing that makes it not intriguing to me. Oh, that's interesting. See, so wait a minute. Uh, explicitly voyeuristic versus all parties knowing. Explain that more. Yeah, maybe I misspoke. What I mean is I don't want people to be, be to be performing sex for me. So you don't like or, uh, cam shows or, or porn? Yeah, maybe it's not even performing. Okay. Performing's okay. It's the... Yeah, I guess I just don't want people watching me masturbate. Yeah. I mean, for me, like my... Right, I don't want my physicality present in the room, but like the notion that I could see them more yeah. clearly, as long yeah. as I know... Look, if the girl wanted to come over and blow me, that's great. But if but I don't want the, the guy. <laughs> it's, it's all about the guy, right? And, and actually, let me permute the situation here. If it were two women cavorting, mm-hmm. unless one of them was like large enough to like hurt me, I think I would be totally fine with this. In fact, okay. 
she could hurt me emotionally too by like making fun of me beating off. That would suck. But as long as I knew that wasn't going to happen. And I've always thought, I, I think I've said this on the podcast, that like I've always been jealous of the scenarios Tiger Woods purportedly would cook up. Right. Where he would just like sit on a chair in a room beating off and there'd be just people cavorting. I think typically multiple women. That sounds pretty awesome. Like, I mean, would, would that bother you? Uh, yeah, a hmm. bit. I mean, I, I agree that the notion of just having infinite money and being able to set up effectively a, a holodeck experience yeah. sounds pretty compelling, but I mean, I know when they leave, they're going to, they're going to discuss. Oh, interesting. So you're worried. So like the nice thing about a wow. holodeck is you can shut it down. So if, if, uh, if it was some sort of combat, so for, okay, a couple things. One is switching the man to a woman didn't really help then like, or it changed it somehow. It made it, but it's still bad for you it's making it. So it's two women instead of a man and a woman. Uh, I've, yeah, I have a, a, I prefer there not to be a man involved. Okay. And so, but so then I, if, I, I agree with your intuition that like, yeah, just the physicality and aggressiveness of the man is undesirable. Right. So, but so, okay. So we switched it to a woman, which helps some. So let's say we switch it to, um, this is, it would be an unusual thing, but it's Keith's beat off room slash death row. So <laughs> this is going to happen. And then the two women will be executed. Then you'd be chill with it. Sure. I was going to suggest they need to be sufficiently drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, they could, right. They could just be drugged, <laughs> drugged in such a like way that, that they'll be amnesia. Sure. So right. you're not actually killing someone. Right. Okay. So then, then yes, yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I would, and you're worried about what, that they would like, be like, why does he have that paper towel spread out on the desk to beat off? I don't like, know. Like, I mean, we discussed this with uh, Eric way back when this discussion about shame around masturbating and you seem to have none. And well, I think I don't Eric want to be caught that we're doing it in public. Yeah. I just always have this sort of embarrassed feeling after I nut when I'm masturbating. Huh? Well, and I think that would be amplified by somebody being sort of compensated to be there to assist. Yeah, I wonder if I should try a situation like it. It'd probably be actually quite easy to set up, but, uh, and, yeah, I mean, you just have two women cavort in front of you. But the, uh, uh, I think that if, yeah, I think that after, let's say they were still, I mean, if you hired people to do this, they would be cavorting. This is pretty far from this guy's question, but if you hired people to be cavorting, they'd be, they wouldn't be doing it for real. So they just continue doing it until you nutted. I'd probably want to leave quickly after the ejaculation event. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do a, uh, Sports Center replay of well, the top moments. They, I would just know that they were hired, hired talent. So just dismiss them. Are people are people allowed to masturbate in strip clubs? I th I'm not sure. Are they allowed to? That's a great question. I mean, I think so generally, like, no. You're asking if it's a crime. Surely, some places let you. Oh yeah, maybe it's actually a crime. I'm not I'm, sure. Let you is sort of complicated, right? I mean, they, yeah, yeah. Like, right. I, I was reading something about, yeah, I, as I do sometimes, the uh, how it works in the champagne room. Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody knows, of course, that there's no sex in the champagne room, except there is, uh, depending right. on the, the location. Apparently, in Las Vegas, yes. like, it, there always is. <laughs> I'm um, sure that if your wallet is deep enough, it doesn't. I mean, my thought would be it doesn't have to be that deep. I mean, I, I think that. The typical going rate for a sex act is, say, two to five hundred dollars, mm -hmm. 
And I don't, you know, that's, I mean, and you think and about it. It might I, be lower at a, at a strip club. It might be. I mean, just going to get a lap dance, I think is often 20, 20 or more dollars. It varies. Yeah. Okay. But that's the right order of magnitude. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to be willing to pay a bit more than a couple of lap dances. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I guess my rule of thumb would be if somebody goes in there and gets, say, if they four or five songs, they're an idiot if they're not getting gratified yeah. because- um, in terms of whether it's legal or not, I mean, or look, I mean, people do it for sure. And also right. you have those adult bookstores with, I mean, they're glory holes. So I've seen lots of, I mean, the videos are all staged, although maybe not all of them are staged. I don't know. Um, but with a glory hole, so there's definitely, and, and, and think about like, uh, in a bathhouse, a gay bathhouse, like those people are definitely just beating off in public or so it must be legal. Yeah. As I, long yeah, as there are no children or something. I suspect that if you were doing it in some sort of aggressive way that you could get arrested, but they would have to complain, which seems unlikely. My impression is that at sex clubs, it's pretty common to have voyeur stuff where some be guys beat off and also at uh, adult movie theaters, although that was what yeah. Pee Wee Herman got arrested for and that was, I guess, right. illegal. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if adult movie theaters exist anymore, but man, that- true. Sounds disgusting. Like the sure. floor in there. Yeah, we My wouldn't want to be the cleaner. Yeah. That's disgusting for sure. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, this person says, looking like a mess while giving him a blowjob. Mm. I, a 20 year old female, was hooking up with this guy I've been seeing. So I was going down on him and I kind of wasn't really caring about how I looked because I was so into it. So my hair was a mess. I was drooling. And I think my eyes were watery because of the gag reflex, making mm. all kinds of slobbery noises. And during it, I did not care. But afterwards, I felt embarrassed. Like I probably looked crazy and now I feel stupid. I can't help but care how I looked. Any advice? Uh, everybody said the same thing, which is basically sounds hot as fuck. I don't think that's quite right. I think that, I think that. This, this reminds me of like the issue with, uh, you know, you have a woman in the doggy style position and you withdraw your penis and like some, some noises are made. (laughs) You would of course be nice about it, but it's not Mm -hmm. a great thing. You like the, I think the ideal male experience in a blow would actually be that like her, everything stays perfect about her face (laughs) throughout the entire act. Well, okay. Counterpoint. You've seen the pictures where you know, a girl's like makeup is all running down her face and sure, you know, there's a map of Hawaii, you know, sprayed on her face as well. Oh, like, from the semen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is like a common, uh, porn trope. I think I, some well, people seem to like that. That, yeah, I think that it's like a, it's like a dominance play. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple things there. One is that I, you'd have to wonder what percentage of guys like that, but even like, let's assume it was a high percentage. I would still think there, there's, there are two levels of this. There's the one with say mascara running. Okay. But that's still, that doesn't have to be sort of a complete mess. That can be on one level. Then there's the level where the woman is just like frothing at the mouth and stuff like that. And that one I do feel (laughs) is a a smaller niche. I think the men generally want the woman to look sort of put together through it, it, it turns them on more because I think part of the male fantasy is kind of deflowering this, this beautiful thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there was Megan the stallion. Do you know who that is? It, what did you say? 
She's a rapper. I thought it was a rapper. I didn't want to get that wrong. Okay. <laughs> I know. I think uh, she, the is spelled T-H-A. T-H-E-E, I believe. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I, I, I had to double check. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, she once said, you know her head is weak if she ain't fucking up her makeup. Yeah, okay. So I don't know. Anyway, there's a trope out there. I don't love blowjobs generally. And so I don't have a strong opinion on this. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this, see, these both can be true in, in the sense that what Megan the Stallion is saying, I think, is if I can uh, interpret her words is that uh, <laughs> women need to show like a lot of effort. Enthusiasm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, right. So, so she's saying high enthusiasm is good. And I agree with that. But uh, by the same token, like I don't think that when, when people say in a reassuring way on Reddit or wherever, oh, don't worry, you know, he's, uh, he, the guys don't care about this stuff in that situation. They do a little, right? I mean, it, it matters yeah, some. Right. Yeah. yeah, like if you if you queef, it's fine. But it would, it would have been better if you did hadn't. <laughs> that's right. Right. That's right. It wasn't like right. a positive. It's the same as a fart. Like it's like all right, you know, look, you're human, but right, yeah. exactly. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to bother reading, reading this one, but it came across the list, and we've been through this a million times. It's just sort of funny. Insecure after threesome with my girlfriend and another guy. Hmm. It's that's uh, just the same. Isn't this this person? Uh, made a point of saying it was an MFM threesome, right? Yes. So that's good. I mean, it's good that they got the term on, they got, they got it straight, what they're trying to say there. What's the insecurity around? The other guy had a bigger cock? Or? Uh, so, so, so that's what we did and everything was going fine until the actual session when I saw her orgasm from PIV sex oh, with my God. friend. <laughs> she pretty much never orgasmed from PIV sex Ooh. with me. Only from oral or using a vibrator. <laughs> that would So that would really upset you, right? Yes, it would. Interesting. D- what what about if you just knew the uh, woman you were dating had had really good orgasms from another guy's cock and she told you about it? That would bother you too. Let's say I better. guess. I mean, if if I was in a long term relationship and I was not able to, to the extent it's possible, reliably deliver orgasms to my partner, that would be bad. Hmm. Hmm. And and if that were the case, I would be even more hesitant to get involved in a threesome because you just don't want. I see. To pour gasoline on that insecure fire. Okay. But yeah, there's this fear. It's an interesting, because there is like the other side of this, which is the, uh, so, so a couple things. One is that the really, really basic failure mode here is the MMF threesome where the woman sees, not to bring up Mr. X who criticized us from the beginning of the episode again, but <laughs> right. a woman, you know, if she sees you having sex with the other guy in some way and then is turned off by that, that's like, that's a really common one here. Uh, it's the, the guy didn't want to. Oh, so yeah, the point I wanted to make is that there is the, there is a, a fetish that goes exactly the other direction, right? Which is the hot wife or cuck. Oh, fetish. yeah, the cuckold porn. Yeah. Where people actually want apparently to see their wife. Yeah, bull, they call it a bull. The bull comes in and. Right. Uh, yeah, delivers an orgasm. So that so is does that mean that must mean that or it suggests that this is just sort of a high beta situation, beta in the stock market sense, right? It, it, it's yeah, it's gonna ha- it's gonna provoke a strong reaction. 
and different men will have a different reaction one way or the other. And I think, I think my reaction would be like yours. It would be negative. Uh, well, I mean, just generally, if you agree to a MFM threesome, what, like, as a man, I would never want to do that. I might do it if on the other end was a FFM threesome. Or F. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Right. Um, But I think even still, yeah, I I wouldn't sign up for that contract. But yeah, I mean, presumably uh, you're hoping that the girl is hoping to have a good time. And so I'm not even sure what a reasonable expectation of it might be if not for her to have an orgasm. Well, I mean, I think it would be one thing. I think my experience would be different if the other man gave her oral versus if he gave her a PIV orgasm. That second one, the way, I mean, in this specific situation, this guy's describing is probably the worst because yeah, yeah, it's basically implying that there's something about this guy's anatomy. Right. (laughs) It's not something special. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and then yeah, that would be sort of upsetting. Or, I mean, actually, and, and I think the real thing is you'd have the suspicion that she liked him more, just like generally. And so then you would become insecure. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've talked in the past about how, you know, men's brains can be pretty stupid. They'll choose a 9.1 over a 9.0 in terms of attractiveness, even if the 9.1 is just an absolutely terrible person. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's hard for men to imagine a scenario where a woman encounters a man that is able to deliver her superior sexual pleasure and not have her mind constantly be polluted with this like what if question. Well, keep in mind that those are two different things, right? I mean, the, the man, they are. it would just be the attractiveness of the woman. And I agree completely that guys are sort of irrational about that. But with the woman, it's, it's a, I mean, this is the thing is that it's, it's very hard. And actually, I think, I think it's rational for a person to interpret the orgasm that another person has as some kind of revelation about their uh, subconscious or unconscious mind. Yeah. So I think that's, well, I mean, and so I think women, I mean, I've definitely encountered women having the same trepidation and there, I know that in MFF threesomes, it's common for the woman to be pretty careful about where he puts his semen and not just because of pregnancy. It's because. Yeah. There's feelings. Yeah. She's nervous that like, she doesn't want to see him. Yeah. Brought to that climax with another woman, which is, of course, exactly what he wants. So it's rough. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is look, yeah. if you could be completely jealousy free, then threesomes might be compelling. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hard to, it'd be hard to watch, watch your woman uh, orgasming with some guy riding her. Right. Especially rough. if the orgasm seems superior to anything you can do, which it probably it somewhat likely would because it's a new partner. Yeah, because it's a new partner, right? right. Yeah, yeah, it's like rough. it's almost certainly going to be better for the guy. And yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get onto this nudity thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person says, "Last night, my girlfriend did something very risky." My girlfriend, nineteen, enjoys being mm-hmm. sexual in public. I, twenty, have no problem behaving uh, sexually outdoors as long as we avoid drawing attention or getting caught. 
few nights ago, my girlfriend and I went to the store to get condoms. She was wearing my hoodie. It was too big for her, so it kind of looked like a dress. Nothing unusual about that. Not until she flashed me in the store and I realized she was completely naked underneath. Not going to lie, it was hot as fuck and it instantly turned me on. Mm. But at the same time, I was also really nervous because there were a few other customers and not to mention cameras. My girlfriend said the cameras didn't bother her and encouraged me to touch her when none of the customers were paying attention. I stuck my hands under the hoodie once or twice and touched her butt. She loved it and so did I. I didn't expect her to level up from that, but she did. Last night, she showed up at my place wearing nothing at all. She decided to drive naked, get out of the car naked, and walk up two flights of stairs naked until she finally knocked on my door, still naked. She did warn me beforehand, but I didn't think she would actually do it. When I opened the door and saw her with nothing on, I wanted to fuck her right there, but my first reaction was to get her inside and make sure no one saw her. Thankfully, it was quite late, and it seemed like not many people, if any at all, were outside at that time. My girlfriend and I had sex before... We discussed her ballsy move to show up in my place like that. I said I thought it was hot, but very fucking risky, not just in terms of getting seen, but also ending up in an unsafe situation. (laughs) My girlfriend said she made sure the coast was clear before she did what she did, and I should count my ass lucky that I'm with someone who's willing to take risks in the name of hot sex. Question, is my girlfriend going too far with with her exhibitionism, or am I being too protective? Well, this sounds like the beginning before the dun-dun of a law and order SVU episode. SVU being, you know, special the, victims unit. It's going to be rape and the so rape forth. one. Yeah, yep. I mean this is I mean part of the uh rules around women's clothing have to do with just safety because there are men that would just get the wrong idea. Well, I mean, what is, yeah, I mean, the first question would be, what is the right idea here? Like, what's, why is she doing that? Yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if she's a, an attractive, how old was she? 19? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, she's either going to get uh, assaulted or put on a registered sex offender list. <laughs> Those are the two possible outcomes here. Yeah, that, and she's saying it was better because it was late at night. Like that doesn't seem yeah, like a reasonable set of behaviors. I think I would be if I were him, I'd be worried about her mental health. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you have any? Uh, like some people are sort of exhibitionists, and some people are. What is it when people voyeur? Voyeurs when you want to look, you want to watch. Yeah. What is it when you like having sex in public places? Is that is that exhibitionism? That's right. Yes. Okay. But most people don't want to actually get caught. So that's not really exhibitionist. That's like you want the risk of getting caught. No, I mean, well, no, there it are. Somehow amps it. There are definitely people, for example, on Chatterbait who are say at least that they're exhibitionists. There are There is actually a way to go on there. Uh, and not ask for tokens. Like you're not, you can't be given money. Uh, and uh, usually they're on the Whoa. less attractive side. Sure. <laughs> but there are people, I've seen people do that before. Uh, and of course, I haven't looked for this actually, which is shame on me. I should, but I'm sure there's a lot of men on there doing that, just beating off just by themselves. Like that makes sense to me. Men like to like it when other people watch their, them beat off. That, that's a common thing. Um, but sure, yeah. I mean, you know, this is a, I, like I have to say that uh, it's not exactly exhibitionism, but you and I both uh, run in relatively big cities uh, frequently, and I more than a hundred times have run past a car where the people were fucking, 
It's it's yeah. just so many that it's not notable to me yeah. anymore. And yeah, I, I make I take care not to slow down, stop, do anything like that. But I, you do notice because sometimes you can see the woman's butt. Uh, she's yep. usually on top of the man. That's usually yep. what's going on. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's not hard to see what's going on. And and I assume it's probably partly like they don't have a room because they're teenagers or something. But part of it might right. be the chance of being seen. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think people have different risk tolerances there. Like this person is being so risky it seems like she wants to get caught. But I think most people don't actually want to get caught. It's the it's the risk of getting caught that that's the turn on, not the getting not the actual getting caught. I think it depends on what the consequences of getting caught would be. Sure. Um, she may be imagining something different than what is probable. I mean, I've seen, I've seen at least one time a porn where the woman is sort of they're in a skyscraper, but it's they're kind of on a low floor. Maybe it's a hotel, and people you can see the people below see them. Yeah, I think I could see somebody getting I've seen this as well. Yeah, turned on by that. I, particularly somebody who's kind of vain, and they think, "Oh, look, these people want to see me doing this." Um, although it's a little hard for me to understand why that would be compelling. A woman, of course, they want to see you doing it unless you're unattractive. And the guy, like, no, they don't want to see you. They want to see the woman. And so it's fairly cut and dried. So it's, I, I don't think there's anything really surprising there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Uh, a listener sent us this one. Uh, it's also from Reddit, though. Uh, my ex girlfriend, who's 25, wants to have casual sex with me. Uh, he is 22. While we're both still single, but there is a catch. My ex contacted me a few days ago, and she said she wanted to have sex with me. A no-strings-attached situation. A relationship came to an end without drama. We realized we were better off as friends. And now we might be friends with benefits. But first, I had to tick all the boxes on the preference sheet she prepared for me. Hmm. Not even kidding. She texted it to me. This was on her list based on her past experiences with me. Okay, there are 11 line items here. I think we should litigate these one by one. Okay. Number one, intense eye contact is a no. So she does not want him to make intense eye contact with her. So she wants doggy or whatever. Okay, go on. Do you have anything to say about that? My guess is that he sort of creepily was staring into her eyes in some sort of loving way. And I mean, she broke up with him and she still wants to fuck him, but she doesn't want any of that intimacy. So this is, hang on, this is, sorry, I misunderstood the story here. It's not that they've never had sex before they have. And she's basically giving him a list of like objections to yes. how it's been in the past. Oh, okay. Well, it's um, his ex-girlfriend and now they she wants to switch to a casual sex situation, but she has a to-do list for him. So one thing I would say about that is that um, I think- uh, sadly, it, it actually does make me sad for my own brain. Looking in the eyes of a, of a, of a woman while nutting can increase the intensity of the orgasm. And the reason I say this is that <laughs> this is just embarrassing. But with with the with the Oculus and the VR yeah. porn, yeah, like I should just look at the point of copulation, but sometimes I look at the woman's eyes. Yeah, know? it's embarrassing. And so, and obviously, so obviously that's doing something for me. And of course with the, do Oculus, they look into the camera? Well, yeah, because the way most of the, most of them are filmed, 
uh, his POV. the guy has like a, yeah, the guy has like a camera on his face or his chest or something. And <laughs> I don't so, know what the, what the Oculus camera rig looks like. I mean, I'm sure it's very silly looking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you'll, you'll probably get to know it as soon as all the cam people move over to VR, which I'm yeah, sure but, is coming. But the director instructs the girl to look into the camera. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. That she's looking okay. into the camera a lot or at least. Yeah, it's it's not creepy. Uh, meaning, it's not you know, it, it's not you don't feel you don't get the sense that she's looking at your forehead or something. You get the sense that she's looking pretty much at you, yeah. and and importantly, in order to do that, you kind of have to lift your neck because you're say on the guy's you're on the guy's chest, and when you do that, you're no longer seeing any it, it, right. anything uh, erotic really. And yet, I still do it because, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's something that amps up. I mean, I'm just yeah, looking human. for. Yeah, I'm just looking for the, uh, the the best high I can get. Um, yeah, and yeah, of yeah. course, in, okay. in real well, life, I, that. in real life, I think you can do both better. That's one of the. Pro I think like the field of view or something on VR porn is not quite good enough. It's not quite realistic. Like you should be able to take in more of her body than you do at a glance. Yeah, I think it's hard to make camera lenses that don't have uh, weird warping at the edges yeah, that have that the same sense. field of view as the human eye. It's annoying. All right. Number two, man moaning is a yes. So she wants <laughs> she wants to know that he's enjoying it. Basically, I find that uh, this is another like embarrassing thing for me. I find that uh, if I if I had to pick between a porn where the guy is totally silent when nutting, or one mm -hmm. where he makes some amount of sound, I would pick the latter. Now I don't want a lot of sound, but there's like with totally silent is not great. Yeah. I yeah, I think there's an uncanny valley there. Yeah. Yeah. The woman wants the man to moan just because she wants her ego stroked. You right, number three. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, but I mean, it's very common in the Chick Flicks subreddit. Uh-huh. Uh is that right? Chick Flicks. Yeah, that's the one where that has sort of the it's actually very frequently recommended to people in NSFW four one one subreddit, which is yeah, it's frequent. spelled weird. It's like F-L-I-X-X -X or something. XXX. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and men are not allowed to post there, but it's pretty frequent that women will look specifically for porns where the guy is making s sounds. And, and those, what they're looking for is too much sound for me. So if, yeah. if there's one that they specifically call out as, as having a lot of male moaning, it's going to be, I'm not going to like it. Yeah. I think you're merely trying to, to avoid the uncanny valley and they're looking for something to actually... But the thing is, I don't think it's stroking their ego or it might be doing that. I, I guess in addition to that, it's, uh, it turns them on. Yeah. The sound they want, they want yeah, I mean, well, oral and experience. Porn and, porn and real sex are a little bit different. True. So true. the incentives may, may vary. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three, bending me backwards to kiss me during doggy. No. Uh, she says she likes her spine intact. What does that mean exactly? I so think lifting this her guy. Up must do a thing where he like bends forward and tries to kiss her while he's in doggy style while they're in doggy style huh okay is that a this move is, you like to but, do no it is not it's you, pretty that would be pretty awkward i think do you prefer her to keep say her hands touching the bed or to her elbows or to push her all the way down so her chest is against the bed which of those three is your preferred? Uh, arms straight and splayed out, elbows down, or what was the third option? Just like 
arms straight in front of her and like her chest is again or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 I think the the further down they are, the better the angle. That's interesting. Oh, that. Huh. That makes sense. I was going to say that's uh, this is a penis size thing. (laughs) I I knew that's where you're going. No, it does make sense because you're basically, yeah, you, you can, it's a more depth of penetration in that position. That makes sense. Yeah. I think my, my preferred is a more uh, up more upright. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I don't have problems bottoming out causing pain. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, well it, yeah. So if you're, if when the, with the, with the, um, face down ass up position, the Uh butt cheeks don't sort of get in the way at all. You can, that's probably like the deepest aside from like, Oh, well, the, I see. Of the doggy style positions, that's probably the deepest penetration you can get. And right. oftentimes, it, the problem when I you have do that, that, you you hit the cervix. Yeah, it's what I cause pain, whatever it is. Yeah, and the I problem is that, like in the doggy style position, naturally you want to be able to kind of, you know, get your business done. Right. So you don't want to be uh, carefully metering Needing your depth. To worry about that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. So yeah, the, again, she says she wants her spine intact, but I think she just doesn't want to kiss this. She doesn't want intip- intimacy again. She's like no eye contact, no kissing, but it's not, it's right. not exactly no kissing yet. Although that may be next. Yeah. Let, let's, let's keep going here. Yeah. Uh, four biting is a no. Okay. So that implies that he <laughs> thought that biting was a yes before. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what, I guess to some extent it depends on what body parts, although probably I mean, I guess nibbling on your ear or something. There are things you could come up with that would be maybe. Yeah, I, look, okay. there's different magnitudes of biting. I've been with people that are just obnoxiously aggressive on the biting. Um, like your shoulders or something. Yeah, yeah. That's. My I lip, mean, do you ever think? Do you ever think great. that's just to mark you? To make um, it harder for you to have sex with someone else in the near term. I've considered that. I don't. It could be that, but I don't think so. Mike, I don't give, I just don't give multiple, maybe I, maybe now that I'm older, I do. When I was younger, I just don't give multiple partner vibes. Like I don't, people don't worry about that with me. Okay. Well, but it might just be, it might make them feel like they've taken possession of you or something. There might be some turn on there. Yeah, it could be. Like they've marked Uh, you. Thrusting when I have your dick in my mouth is a no. Okay. That's too bad. That's fun. Yeah, it is. She's really removing all agency and intimacy from him here. Six is expecting me to swallow is a no. Okay. Uh, Seven is winking at me when we lock eyes during oral is a no. That's not something that would ever occur to me as a man. To wink? Right. I'm trying to think. Yeah, me neither. I mean- of course, it's a to a significant extent her fault because it's actually kind of interesting. She's saying I don't want intense eye contact, but in oral, when she's giving oral, it'd actually be difficult. She's going to have to strain to do this in the first place. So to wh- make eye contact, yeah, she should just say I'm not going to do eye contact with you during. Well, you know that's difficult. Keith is now trying to yeah. uh, see what you would Try have to, to do. Pretend with you. I, yeah. I have something horizontal in my mouth, and I'm like cocking my head to me. Oh, this is a thing women complain about that, that men expect to get eye contact during oral and it's actually kind of physically difficult. It's much yeah. e- easier for a guy to give eye contact while giving oral to a woman than for a woman. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, the angle's different. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Eight, uh, condom is a yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine is telling me you're about to come and then saying, or am I? Was not funny the first time you did it, and it will still not be funny if you do it again, so that's a no. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, that, again, is a thing that would not have occurred to me. Yeah, I mean, this guy's 22. This seems a little awkward. So I guess yeah, right. he said he's about to come and then probably a few moments passed and then he was like, or am I? So I think like when you as a guy <laughs> choose the words you're going to say at that moment, um, I what I've experienced uh, personally is like in my, the whatever functioning of my brain that I have at that time, like I think that what I'm saying is like amping up the situation and making it hotter. And I would, it would never occur to me to make a joke because yeah, I'm trying to like make it. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that last like 0.2 out of my orgasm. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get it from a seven to a 7.2 or whatever. And I, if I made mm-hmm. a joke, well, so I guess, okay, here's the deal. If he makes that joke, then the answer is no. If a guy says, am I, I'm about to come or am I, then he's not. Right. I think, because I don't think, well, yeah, he's cannonballing his own. He's destroying his own orgasm. He's lowering it. Why would he do yeah. that? I don't think look, we've talked about announcing orgasms uh, at length in the past. Yeah. Uh, announcing that you're going to orgasm and then pulling it back is not good. Uh, you should be pretty sure you're going to orgasm before you announce. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, that's a bizarre. Bizarre. I mean, it reminds me. I mean, it reminds me a little of the I'm going to get out my wizard hat and and uh wand or whatever that that thing from the early days of uh sexting what do they used to call it cyber cyber sex oh, so they call it cyber cybering sex. yeah cybering yeah so yeah there was that guy who got in with one of the, the joke i used to do was i would just claim i came really fast <laughs> right so we get like they, they'd say like three things and i'd say i come <laughs> and that was it uh i did Mike not find the chat yeah i did not find <laughs> I did not find cybering compelling at all. Like, yeah, no, it's not. Right. Uh, I it could be, but the writing of the weird man on the other side is. Typically did you? Not very good. Did I ever tell you the story? So I, uh, I might have told you the story. This was back in the days of AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. So in the 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 two thousands, mm-hmm. mid two thousands probably, and uh, I was chatting with this girl, and uh. She, she, she was very hot to trot, but, uh, I was married. And, um, so I told her, look, I'm, I can't have sex with you, honey, but I have a friend who can. (laughs) And he, and it happened. Really? Yeah. It worked. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to do the, uh, aim, uh, Uh, sex transfer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a transfer, not a wingman. Like it was, she only knew me. And then I was like, Hey, I just, you're so hot to trot. I know this guy, this guy can take (laughs) care of you. She was actually pretty attractive. Like it was really odd. Like I don't, was there, there was no fallout from this. I feel like, uh, let's see. She, she came and visited. She was in Southern California. We were in Northern California. She came Uh and visited and had sex with him a bunch of times. And then uh, he went down there and actually I happened to go with him. And so saw yeah. her there and it was <laughs> I like, I think that she uh, was never, how do I say this? She, she was skeptical 
that what happened had actually happened. In other words, she thought maybe she had been talking to him the whole time. So I think that was I part see. of why it worked is she thought, oh, this is just a little game he's playing. I see. And then when she, and then, and then at some point, I think she realized that, no, actually, we were, that's not what happened. I did pass yeah. her off. Right. But by then, she was in too deep. And I don't know what right. ultimately happened with the relationship. I mean, that obviously they broke up. Right. Somewhere. So <laughs> married the girl from AIM. That's. It's a shame. I uh, I asked out my first girlfriend using AIM in uh, 1997. Wow. Yeah, That's a very it was really old AIM usage. Really pathetic. Hmm. Did it work? Did I you was, say yes? I was too shy. Yeah. Huh. I, I remember like, I don't remember the exact messages, but I remember the spirit of the messages. So this was the first girl you ever asked out? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I asked any girls out. This was in, in high school or something, yeah. junior high. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I ever asked girls out in junior high or high school. It just happened. There was no like formal moment right. like that. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. But in junior like, high, I, I had a girl who uh, became sort of obsessed with me, which was strange because I was virtually prepubescent. And uh, she started calling me all the time. Uh, she wanted what to talk on the parents phone. Think? Well, my parents had gotten an extra phone line. This was back when oh, people used man. landlines. I uh, wish my, my parents, my parents refused to get an extra phone line. I I mostly needed it for the moat for the modem, but oh, that's nerdy. It would have been nice if. Uh, so our extra one was for my sister, who was uh, a little bit of a wild child, and they were just trying to get her off their phone line, and then I sort of <laughs> inherited it. Um, yeah, yeah. But this girl would. Uh, she just wanted to talk on the phone all the time. And, uh, I didn't, I was slightly too young to be, I, I was sort of embarrassed by it and so forth. And I just felt like, I was like, look, I have other stuff to do, which was probably yeah. like playing Dungeons and Dragons or something like not, not very impressive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I just stopped talking to her. And so I have a yearbook from, I think ninth grade or eighth grade, whatever it was, where she just wrote stuff throughout the entire yearbook complaining, like, why did you stop talking? To me? <laughs> which, and by the way, she was really attractive. It's a really dumb. Well, move. Yeah. I mean, you were far away from having a well-developed brain at that point. Yeah, I know. But oh, I, well. I did masturbate at that time. So it's a little hard for me to understand why I didn't connect Yeah, that possibility with that. And I just yeah. didn't. Like, I just thought, oh, this is this girl who wants to be friends. It never occurred to me that like she <laughs> could- be frustrating and annoying. Yeah. And like, I'm sure that I could have converted that into some like- For sure. Of, yeah. For sure. Well, next yeah. next life. Oh, next well, time through. If you ever come across a time machine, you know what right. to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number 10 is death gripping my tits is a no. Hmm. <laughs> so I guess he was too rough with her with her chest. Is yeah, I wonder if she means nipples or actual like the whole the whole apparatus. Who knows? Her communication style is a little bit uh smug and entitled, but this guy sounds like his technique could use some use as well. What is the what is the range? Uh we all know, of course, that generally breasts feel like bags of sand. Mm, but yes. uh what is the range of um squishiness of breasts that you've encountered in your dating life? They're pretty squishy. So you've not, uh-huh. you haven't encountered too many because I mean, on, you'll read, well, I, I think I, I think I encountered this information in the last like month because of some crap about mammograms, but you'll read about like different densities, right? Different densities of breasts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying yeah, that you've density. not encountered uh, high density breasts very much. Well, I think the highest density are implants. Sure, sure, but setting those aside. Uh, yeah, but I think I think basically it's a uh, it's some sort of distribution, but implants are significantly more dense than even the most dense of hmm. real breasts. And would you um, say that uh, breasts are always denser, less dense rather than a butt, than the fat hmm. on a woman's butt? I think that's, I think the answer is yes, but I'm not. Yeah, I think the answer is yes too. I have not been with many women who aren't in good shape. And so okay. it could be that women who have a little bit more junk down there have less dense, less density, but I'm not sure. Right. It does seem like the lack of density of breasts is sort of unique. I guess, I guess maybe a man's balls would be the only other, uh, yeah, it's, they're somewhat a un, it's unique in, in terms of a part of the, of the way the, the lack of density of breasts, even, even say a fat person and like the fat, the role of fat on their stomach, I think typically would be more dense maybe because the skin is thicker. I'm not sure yeah. why. Yeah. Boobs are pretty not dense. I mean, people talk about perky breasts and, you know, presumably that's somehow connected to density. Right. But I, I think, think it is that I think it's connected to the, the, the skin being taut. I think, I think that's right. I'm supple. guessing the fat tissue is fairly consistent. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So not, not at all bags of sand then. No. <laughs> Which is why that line is so exquisitely funny in 40 year old virgin. Uh, Okay, and then her last one is 10% missionary and 90% everything else, no. So I think she's saying she wants more missionary. No, yes. So yeah, so basically this guy would throw her in the dog, yank her back to do kissing, stare at her, <laughs> stare at her eyes, and then just- Wink at her. <laughs> yeah, and then just and they get blows from her. And what she wants is just Saying like- Saying he's about to come and then walk it back. Right. Yeah. So you'd be, yeah, her much simpler would be she wants kind of basic missionary sex. Makes sense. Whatever. This guy's 22. I, I mean, he asks at the end, I still need to respond. Are all those no's an indication that I'm bad in bed? I had no yes. idea she had all these problems with me when we're having sex. Yeah. I mean, this is why I think young women should date older men. You don't have to deal with this. <laughs> I think there's a number of other things you don't have to do. I actually think that from a woman's perspective, that would even, might not even be in the top five reasons why an older man would make more sense for like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of behaviors that are different. Yeah. Tolerance for the woman being kind of uh, not stable is also higher probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, young men are insufferable. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, that's enough. I'm going to read us out here. Uh, that's the end of episode 92 of your mileage may vary. For those who are new to the show or for those who have forgotten, we pay $10 for all feedback received. You can send us feedback on Twitter at YMMVPod. Let me try that again. On Twitter at YMMVPod or at YMMVPod at gmail.com. That's also the place to ask us questions. Let us know if we may use your questions on the air. And we promise not to identify you. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we hope you'll join us next week on Your Mileage May Vary. 
physique et sans issue. Je vais, je veux et je viens. Je me goûte.